The research says that black women, when we do the same diets as white women, we lose less weight and we lose it slower, even when we're following the diet than our white women counterparts. And what, and what public health practitioners think is that our stress responses in the body change our metabolism. It's literally that the racism that you're experiencing and the struggle to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work for you the same. I respect any man who can heal a heart he didn't break and raise a child he didn't make. Stop saying that. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Stop. What the hell? What the hell? Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um. What kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot, me. I guess I'm not his type. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? <laughs> in these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe it too. She'll be tied up in the street. If he loves you, he's going to understand that. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie game's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing. Here's the thing. You know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it all I got to do is put my card in and that's it and put the pin number and boom money just comes right out and you know I see TikToks on here all the time that talk about like you know pretty girls and how they're never approached and it's true like I was just out at a bar black men were there None of them talk to my friends and I. All pretty girls, black girls, none. And it's like, people say, like, finding someone to have sex with you, to take you out to eat, to compliment you is not hard. I can go on these apps clearly and find someone that's ready to have sex with me tonight, right now, without even knowing my last name. Literally does not know if I've just had, just got rid of an STD yesterday, but is definitely willing to have sex with me right now. But finding someone that like is willing to check on me when I say I'm having a bad day, that's too much. And it's just so frustrating because it's like, I'm just myself. I don't know what else to do. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. God damn. Worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But goddamn it, Chris, we need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> for he vote independent. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> you know what I said, do when you 
Let Biden. Now there's a fucking vote that we done lost that can fucking go to Trump. This is why I don't do politics. I will never do this again. Wait a minute, I don't even got no picture up. This is just ridiculous. I was ready to go, too. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. The last one gets me every time. She about to be a hoe. She about to be a hoe. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you, man, that's one of the famous, the favorite clips that I had in there. There's a bunch of favorites, but um, I'm about to be a hoe. That, that girl gets me every time. She's over it, by the way. Man, I'm going to tell you. Hey, shout out to the coach gang. Thank you for being here once again. We made it to Freaky Friday. Shout out to the junior college. It is going to be junior college weekend for coach. No kids, no custody of kids. So it will be filled with junior college sorority girl fun. All right, shout out to me out here. I got money. Not all paid for, but, you know, there will be Jasmine Rice in here. Anyway. Today's show is going to, we're going to highlight former Martin, Martin, former Martin TV show actress, Tachina, Tachina, Tashina. I don't even know what it is. Lachina, Tashina. No, I, I'm not, put some respect on her name, by the way. Put some respect on her name. All right. But he used to call her BDB, you know, BDB. Shout out to BDB. All right, or they would call her Tashina Arnold. I believe it's what her name is. Put some respect on her name. Uh, she do have some narrow shoulders. That's something I look for, by the way. I don't like wide-backed. It. I like flat-backed, narrow shoulders, you know. Well, your shoulder's so narrow, it makes your head look big. Lemon head ass. All right. You know, if your shoulder's wide and your head's small, you know, nah. I want narrow shoulder, big lemon head looking women with the big long neck. All right not trapezius muscles like the coach. All right, if you take a look here, if you take a look here, all right, look at my trapezius muscles. Look at these traps, dude. Look at the, the brother solid right there, brother. I don't like people with solid traps, you know what I'm saying? Not, not women, I know. All right, and your shoulders is round and big. You all hunched up. Shout out to BDB. <laughs> you got to be foldable. See, I'm not foldable, you know what I mean? Look at the show. 
I'm not a foldable. I know y'all think I'm a fat dude under here. Y'all don't see nothing but my shoulders and my damn head all the time. But uh, Pam uh, from Martin, or the mother from Everyone Loves Chris, recently came out to try to say stand up for black men. I'm not sure what she was trying to do, but we're going to investigate that. And we're going to also investigate why in this investigation, why I've been telling you brothers and pro bliggity 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 blacks that it's over for the community. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's over. I've been telling you when it's over. You've been calling me all kind of Uncle Tom's. I mean, you've been calling me all kind of shuffling and, 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 and what do they call it? Sambos. You've been telling me, and I've been telling you the Martin Luther King community is just about done. It was a great ride, everybody. It is about it. I'm sorry. And this confirms it, even if you want even more confirmation. It is just about done. I know you guys want to save it because you guys are some uh, Captain Savums. And listen, I love my black folks, man. You know what I mean? When it's time to get down and boogie, oogie, oogie. You know what I mean? When it's time to do that bump. When it's time to do that bump. Hey, sister, call me up. Sister, you been on. Oh, mama. Hey, man, when it's time to have fun and it's time to let loose. You know what I mean? From 2 o'clock p.m. to 4 o'clock p.m. Let's get in there and do that bump. All right, we going to get in there and have some fun. I'm going to get in there and do my electric slide. And then I'm a boogie on up out of there like this here. Bye-bye. <laughs> we out of here, brothers. And today's episode is brought to you by Shuffle. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'll be asking that, old man. I get up out of there. Hey, man, did I get my plate? You got that extra plate? Time to go. All right, time to get back to the safe uh, confines of my gated community in the suburbs. <laughs> it is going to be one of those episodes. And again, I you guys know me. I really ain't. I'm not the guy that says black content. I'm not the black manosphere guy. I'm not the black pro black. I'm not the guy that's like black women this and black man that. I'm not that guy. I really talk about women and men generally and the dynamics and all that stuff. I talk about feminism. I give you a historical perspective of the grassroots pilot programs of feminism were started in the black community. This is why we are in these lead position, but I want these other communities to understand that you guys are going to be affected by this some 20, 25 years down the line. What you see in the black community between black men and women will be you in 25 to 30 years. Um, it's just a matter of time. As long as the barbarian doesn't slaughter everyone. If that's, if that happens, then, you know, all bets are off. But uh, let me give you an idea of what's going on here. Actually, before we do that, I got to acknowledge the people who have came in and contributed it nice and early, contributed it, 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 it. Shout out to V Mad in the building. V Mad is in the building. Coach, Coach Gang, just leaving a donation for the continued amazing work to you, uh, to you, my brother. He says, all glory to the most high. V Mad, I got you, brother. And I got that super chat nice and early, brother. I appreciate that. Amari says, Coach, what countries do you plan on traveling to this year and are you going uh, anytime soon i had a trip um scheduled to go to the philippines so that may be still on because they're supposed to be open and ready to go and then maybe somewhere in south america somewhere towards the fall we'll see 
We'll see. I'm planning to make two international trips here in this coming year, and I think the Philippines is one. Um, where are we at? Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Leaf says, shout out to Leaf. He says nothing. All right, Raul says, Coach, you've been on fire this week. Let's have a good stream this morning, and please hit me with my cousin, Francisco, singing Banda MS. Shout out to Francisco. What's up? K on the K Pasa K on the shout out everybody out there. All right. All right. I learned that in the Dominican Republic. I know a little Spanish too. All right. Shout out to everybody. And I know some English. I know some Spanglish. I know some uh some ebonics. I know some hood, some slang. All right. All right. Shout out to. Uh, all right. Here we go. Jason Webb is in the building. Passports. Passports always in hand. And I'm very well traveled. Life has been great outside of the box. Thanks again for these well needed messages, coach. And you're doing it. You guys are doing it. Um, You're doing it the right way. Don't let them make you think you're doing it the wrong way. And I encourage all men, not just brothers. All, I mean, we're we're all brothers in this this message, the free agent lifestyle. But we want to let you know that there's more out here. I don't know what you're trying to save, guys. It's going down. It's burning. All right. It's burning or it's shifting into another direction. You can plainly see it. But you guys are just literally just uh, you're holding on to scraps at this particular point. I'm not talking about a group of people. I'm saying you're holding on to scraps. You're trying to piece together something that is this this too much momentum and them trying to destroy it. I know you some hope strategists. These hope strategists out here, man. <laughs> oh, man. Link says morning coach. Now, comedian Molly Shannon is trying to have Gary Coleman, me too, from the grave. He says you got to be at a really low point in life to do that. Well, you know, they have the media's ear. And so you can meet to someone from the grave. I mean, God forbid, you know, I tell you, man, you die and there's you ain't even safe, brother. You you in the grave 10, 15 years and somebody just can come out. Um, I don't think that's fair. This is why they say rest in peace. You know what I mean? It's like, OK, you know, we didn't accomplish anything, but they will cancel you. And I think the strategy of these people was to, you know, it was very unsuccessful for them to call out men that were currently doing and currently alive. They can't do it. It was unsuccessful. They didn't have a lot of success. So the best thing to do then is attack the dead. Raul also says, reporting live from Grand Rapids, give us an update. He says, they're going to burn the city alive, coach. They are pissed. It's over for Western Michigan. Give them the RIP bell. What happened to Western Michigan? Oh, my goodness. Damn. Gone. Is Black Lives Matter there? Or is it Black Lives Matter? Which one is it? All right. Gone, gone. Western Michigan, it was nice knowing you. Simon Small is in the building. Chicago man, coach the shuffling, looks like Ben Crump. All right. I don't even know who that is. You know me with names. I can't identify. I can't identify with anybody with names. I'll be held. Uh, ben Crump. He's an American civil rights attorney. All right. Is that who it is? All right. Shout out to Ben Crump. Oh, he, he's the guy up in Michigan right now. 
Oh, man, he's up in Michigan. Does it look like him? Oh, shout out to Ben Crump. All right, Carte Blanche is in the building with the sponsorship. All right. Appreciate you, brother, for being, and he didn't even say nothing. He just dropped his wallet, and he skedaddled. All right. And he went scram. All right, we use all car 80s cartoon uh, cartoon uh, words here. Skedaddle. All right, uh, let's see here. Last one, and then we'll get into the show. For the new people are like, come on, man. What is this, man? What is this shuffling stuff? The pro blacks ready to get me too. Shout out to the pro blacks, man. Hey, listen, I love y'all too. I love everybody. I just don't want to be around you. It's okay. Uh, your boy Scoot, TGIF, here's some change, man. Shout out to you, coach and the coach gang, the realest on YouTube. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. And if you're here for the first time, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button or something like that. Uh, know that I am a heartless, cold individual. All right. I don't care about anyone. I'd have a, no allegiances to anyone. I, I'm the free agent lifestyle. All right. If I decide to ever wrestle a cop in the middle of a broad daylight intersection and get clapped up, it is what it is. You know what I mean? If I decide to do something stupid like that, I don't want anybody that only the free agents need to come out. I don't need the ministers to come out and these people. I don't need you to march on my behalf. I was a stupid dumbass. All right. It is what it is. I have no allegiances. I've given them all up. I've given all my allegiances up. And to that note, uh, you clicked on my face. So if you don't like what I'm saying, it's time for you to leave. I don't beg people to be here. I don't need you to be here watching me. I'm not trying to be famous. All right. I'm not trying to do. I just stay in my lane. I have my opinion. I come on. I clock in. I clock out. All right. And then I leave. I'm not worried about what you're going to say in the comment section. All right. I don't really read the comments, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, because I let that's that's your soundboard, you know what I mean? You give y'all each other feedback there. So uh don't think you're gonna reach me and say what you're gonna say. Who cares? <laughs> All right, I don't care. All right, so let's get into this situation here. Um, Tashina Arnold. Tashina Arnold, I believe I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, she was Pam on Martin, she was the mother on Everybody Loves Chris. I'm sure she did a lot of other things that I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, she recently had a tweet on Twitter. Shout out to Elon Musk. Hopefully he buys all of Twitter and Twitter world. Uh, let's go back to what she said over here. Uh, let's see. That's a picture of, we don't want to see. Uh, you guys want to see what Tishina Arnold looks like? All right. I had a whole collage of her here. Um, if you, in case you didn't know, you know, for the white folks, they're like, who? All right. Uh, this is her. This is her. This is a whole collage. Well, anyway, she actually, I did a story on her other compadre from the show. She was the 50-year-old woman saying she was about to get kidnapped and sold into sex slavery down at the border near Brownsville, Texas, about a month ago. All right. So these two are kind of trying to keep relevant and well into their 50s. But uh, this is part of the narratives that have changed about our world. All right. Uh, most, most of these people will actually would have passed the torch by now to the younger generations or at least try to be an elder to the younger generations of women coming up and try to pass the torch of righteousness, virtuosity, 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 however you pronounce it. And they would have passed the torch. They made sure the younger generation actually had a little bit, their hair screwed on right. Instead, these women are competing with the younger generations of, of uh, TikToks and whatnot. All right. And so uh, they're trying to stay as relevant as they can, you know, in, into their fifties. Um, so, Here's what happened here to Sheena Arnold. If you don't know, I'll give you a brief history of her. She's been divorced twice. 
She's been divorced twice. We have to acknowledge this because this is part of the it's part of what's going on. And her most recent divorce was to a former UCLA basketball player and a current NBA assistant coach. Um, I'm not going to. Well, let's rename his name. Rico Hines. All right. Uh, Rico Hines right there in his better days. Allegedly, allegedly, there's a SEX tape in which he's clapping cheeks with another woman and she discovered it. All right. And so that's part of the history and the narrative there. All right. Let's take down the collage. Let's take down that story and get to her tweeter. And gentlemen, I'm sorry to say, I know the pro blacks are just tuning in. They never come to the show on time. All right. This is just something that happens. Even our guy was talking about this lately. Uh, what's going on here? It says here, this is her tweet. Let's go ahead and scroll. Can I close? Oh, I can't. Her tweet says, honest question. Well, it asks, honest question. What can we as black women in America? She's the one that brought up black women, by the way. I don't diss black women. I mean, there's no point in doing that. I don't know why people even waste time dissing them. I mean, what is the point? <laughs> oh, he's amazing on the Sacramento King staff. People are like, black women is and black women that. I'm like, what? I mean, I don't know. Have you just noticed this or is this something that is the first time you're able to say it? Are you just seeing this? You know what I mean? Like I've been around. I've been alive since the 1970s. I've seen a lot. And this ain't nothing new. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just chill on black women. Let them be. Let them be. They can do it all themselves, bro. I don't even bother them. I don't even be bothering them. Shout out to her. He, she asked, what can we as black women in America do to stop aiding in the emasculation of black men in America? I have to give her a round of applause for at least for at least being a two time divorcee. Taking two men to the ringer or at least one man actually earned it if he was on a sex tape clapping cheats while they were married. I mean, that's pretty low. I can't I have no defense of that. But Pam here actually is stepping out of side of the box. I mean, she actually is uh, she's actually doing something that is against code in the community in which she is actually trying to stick up for the black man. This is actually pretty unique. This is liable to get her canceled. And sure, she got dragged definitely in the comment section. And this is what I want to point out. Because I've been talking about the emasculation of men in general. We talk about the language that we have, the subservient language that we have accepted, and the amount of men that actually cross the line and, and go against man code, and they continue to pe perpetuate this language, like happy wife, happy life. And she wears the pants in the family. She's the better half, all right? Uh, I'm in the doghouse, all right? I don't want to anger her. She she's the, she's the boss, all right? She's the master, all right? These are all of the things that we've adopted. And the reason why we have adopted it is because we wanted to give women some sense of, yeah, she is a key piece to this relationship, all right? But we overcompensated, and typically men overcompensate, just like uh, I gave the example of anytime you're competing against a woman on anything, uh, a woman on anything, you feel bad, and you're like, well, I won't go too hard on her. I'll I'll take it easy. I'll let her win a couple of games. I'll let her get a little bit of her confidence up because otherwise we could just roast them and just about damn near everything. You know what I mean? If, if we started a cooking contest, I'll roll this pit master out and start putting women to shame once I start mixing this barbecue sauce together. All right. It'll be over. So a lot, sometimes you're like, well, let her win. You know what I mean? We got to let her win. And we tie our legs together. We tie our knees together. We put one hand behind our back, our dominant hand. We'll play the whole game left-handed and we'll be like, oh, let her win. You'll still go halfway on them. 
and then they happen to win because you kind of set it up that they can get some wins, and they'll they'll never let you forget it. Oh, I did. I beat you, and you were handicapped the entire time. <laughs> you know what I mean? You handicapped yourself. And this is what happens. Men overcompensate in order to give the feel-good moments. But when there's a clear handicap, when you handicap yourself, they still will say that they're superior. See, I, see, I won, you know. And you're going, ma'am, play along with the game. Play along. We're letting you win. Somebody said my barbecue channel is going to come up. Yeah, that's going to be down the line. I'll be selling barbecue on YouTube at some point. But. We let you get in there. You know what I mean? Because truth be told, and I'm not trying to say men are this dominant, but truth be told, if men one day woke up, you know what I mean? Because you guys are asleep at the wheel. And I'm glad women are running right over your ass. All right. All the time. You guys are asleep. If men one day just woke up and said, you know what? The hell with it. <laughs> the hell with all of this. And they just actually start being barbarians. Nobody would stop them. Nobody. There would, be, there would be nobody stopping men. If men just woke up and just took their conscience out for a minute and their bleeding ass heart out and they went cold and they just went full Neanderthal barbarian, nothing would stop them. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, but, but the fact that, you know, we live in a different society. We live in a different world. You couldn't do anything like that. And I think that's the one thing that people don't really understand. <laughs> like if, if dudes just immediately went barbarian, it would be over. I'm not encouraging that. But what I'm saying is people really need to know we're giving a lot of people some leeway. Well, a lot of people have voices that should be not having voices. Like, I don't know. We talked about me and Cornell yesterday. When Cornell, big uh, caveman ass, uh, chased me down the street and it was immediately a hierarchy established. You immediately knew, oh, well, here's the hierarchy presenting itself. I'll be the one to bow out. <laughs> but we live in a civilized society in which we always teach people along the way, you know, being aggressive is not the way to handle things. But that, that would give this other person an advantage. So now that you've taken that away, these people can pop off at the mouth. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it's a weird dynamic in the world. I don't know what to explain it, nor am I telling you to be uncivilized, nor am I saying. I'm just saying, if the game was really to be reset, it would be pretty much over. I mean, I'm just saying. So we live in a society where there's no hierarchy in which everybody is pretty much equal under the eyes of anything. And anybody could just pop off and then nobody faces any repercussions other than being canceled. I mean, that's pretty much the only thing, right? But people really come back from cancellation, too. I mean, Takashi 69 still is running around town. You know what I mean? Like, if he ain't getting, uh, if, if he's facing no consequences, there's no consequences anywhere. So let's go back to what's going on here. And before we get into the answers of this, what we're going to do is because the answers are below. And if any of my men over here, pause, my pro-black guys, I mean, you know, you guys, I, I got a lot of mixed culture guys. And I got some guys that are really hotepish that watch me, congratulations, shout out to you. If you are on the fence of we need to save the community, all you need to do is look at this tweet and the responses below. And at that particular point, you would realize that the game is over. 
game over. There, there, there's nothing left to save. It, it's done. The bell is tolling right now. There's nothing. It's gone. Now, I didn't say that it should be gone. I've told you a long time ago it's gone. Okay? There is no unity in the community. And in particularly, the the, the, the bell's still tolling. All right? Shout out to the bell. And particularly, when it comes to uh, black men and black women, I've told you also. Me explaining the dynamics between races, because I've experienced women of all races. I've lived in communities of all races, very diverse communities. Um, and particularly the black male, black female relationship dynamic, unfortunately, is very fractured. There's not a lot of trust. Black women can survive in their own in this civilized society. And they are making greater strides towards a lot more of their independence than men are. Men are still in the hope strategy, despite the fact that the statistics in marriage and family and procreation is dismal. You can just put that in your pipe and smoke it. It's absolutely dismal. The divorce rate is the highest. Um, the single rate is the highest. And the broken home families are the highest. I mean, the STDs are the highest. I, I don't know what to tell you. I know you're mad and you're going to say these are the white, the white man statistics. But it is what it is, guys. You got to live with it. You got to look in the mirror sometimes. It's fractured to the point in which it will never be a situation where black men can get black women where the black man thinks he needs to get her. Cam Newton even brought this up and immediately they even told you, Cam Newton, you ain't shh. And Cam Newton has six foot five, six figure income, maybe seven figure income. He has six six bedroom house, six uh, figure job. He has the whole six sixes and they put his ass in his place immediately said, you can't get the woman you want, even if you're that guy, despite the fact that if Drew Brees would say something like that, or Tom Brady or Derek Carr would have said something like that, or that damn San Diego Charger quarterback that I hate, that running around here with 12 kids, all right, they would be able to get what they want at their income level. It would be no question about it. What was the old San Diego Charger quarterback that I hate, all right? You see me with Maine. If I ever forget your name, never be offended. I can't even remember people's names when I say them all the time. Never be offended and never think I'm trying to act like I don't know your name. Yeah, Philip Rivers. All right. Philip Rivers running around here with 18 kids and he's got a wife. Um, He's got a wife that does what he needs him to do. Right. Everybody's got to understand that. Let's take a look here. And he's rich enough and he's wealthy enough to have the wife that he wants. I want a quiet woman that can cook and be and put babies in. And look at him. He got a whole damn family. He got a whole damn plantation by himself. Look at his kids. And there's his wife playing the role. So I found that completely odd that if Cam Newton says that, the women that he wants in his community say, absolutely not. There's none like that. You shouldn't want one. See what I mean? Crying ass Phil Rivers can get it. Why can't Cam Newton? And he can qualify that and he can qualify women to be that. So it's absolutely awkward. The dynamics between black men and women are only sexual. Now, I know you're going to give me the sex, the generation, the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, what do you call it? The exception to the rule, the exception to the rule. I know you're going to give me the exception to the rule. And what I am saying is very generally, okay, generally across the board. 
it is sexually it is only sexual but there's also hints of 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 incestual meaning our relationships are like brother and sister they're like cousins they're like homeboy homeboy and homegirl there's nothing romantic the romantic is fake and false i mean on the surface there's nothing very i mean there's nothing romantic about the relationships all right and they're more of a parasitic meaning one person's trying to get something from the other person whether it's the male trying to get something for little or the female trying to get something for little there's a lot of entitlement and there's a lot of basically the, the formula is mixed up meaning uh many people including like birds if you take birds they actually get together and they become mates then they build the nest then they have the kids in the nest well what the community tends to do is they have the mate they select the mate then they actually create the kids and there's no nest you know what i mean there's no sense of any nest and then all of a sudden you try to keep you try to make this relationship work and then it's oftentimes fractured and then she tries to find another nest she tries to find a man with another nest that she can bring her kid to bring her kids to it is actually no part of nature mimics this if we're honest there's no part of nature in our animal nature, of all of our animal ancestors or whoever you want, there's no nature that duplicates that. It is almost only exclusively in America, black men and women. And thus, if you look at the failure rates of these homeboy, homegirl dynamic relationship, my homie, lover, lover, friend, my bestie, my ride or die, there's no love there. There's pretty much a sexual, incestual cousin, homie, uh, brother, lover uh, relationship in the community. Now, the community is very good at these relationships, by the way. These sexual relationships, very much, they go on like crazy. They go on like crazy. I mean, nothing's stopping it. People have tried to put stops to this. People have tried to put stops to this. I mean, Margaret Sanger made a whole campaign by planting parent, parent, Planned Parenthood on multiple counters, multiple corners in the community. And she's put a stop to it as close as she can possibly do it. Nothing I'm saying here should be offensive because it's true. Margaret Sanger and Hillary Clinton and the Democrats and the Dixiecrats have pretty much put a stop to this. Okay, because there was a time where someone in the community, this is go back to the 60s and the um, the 60s and the 50s and the 40s, there were times where black women in, or exclusively could have six, seven, up to 12 and 15 kids. Okay, it was very common. By one man, right? By one man, maybe two. And this woman would have seven, eight, 12, 15 kids. Now, in today's world, it is less common. In today's wor world, that is less common. And you know why? Because of what the Dixiecrats and Margaret Sanger actually put into place. And in that, they fractured the dynamic between the male and the female uh, black relationship. And essentially, they said, instead of getting knocked up, all right, put this birth control in or visit this Planned Parenthood for free or we'll give you a job. We'll give you a job. So if she's at work, she can't get knocked up as much. Guys, I, listen, I know people are mad here. 
<laughs> I know you're angry at this and there's a lot of shuffling, but this brief, brief little passport of history is essentially what I'm talking about. I'm just laying it out for you. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing of how whatever should be done, but this is how it was done. Okay, you can't deny it to be truth. You can be mad or angry. I don't know what you want to do and how you deal with the information, but I'm definitely not lying. And oddly enough, any other remaining black families were actually uh, put to the side in, in exchange for welfare benefits. I know people are upset. <laughs> I know people are upset. I mean, it's a very general overview of what happened. And thus, here we are today. Here we are face to face. <laughs> this is where we are. And we wonder why there's a people that are wondering how they can save this. Guys, the ship is sinking. It cannot be saved. All right. It's very pretty much the, the machine is going. And uh, in order for you to change this, you would have to say, you would have to get an admission on one side that they fumbled the bag, which would be the women who actually capitalized on these things and said, yeah, we'll take trades of money in order to bust up the family. We'll take $6,000 a year in child support in order for me to dice my kids up in the sections. All right. They would have to admit that. And then black women, black men would have to admit that they failed black women. All right. By being able to go out that because listen, I'm not going to give black men a pass on this one. I'm not going to give black men a pass. I mean, all during this time, you know what cultures were very prevalent? Okay, all through these times that we always say, hey, this happened and the black man, black woman ran to the welfare office. You know what cultures were prevalent during this time? Pimping, macking. All right, all these running game artists always references this time in history. Okay, and while there was so much disenfranchisement, there was a whole bunch of so-called pimps out here and so-called macks. And guess what? Also, the crack epidemic, gang banging, men glorifying gang banging all around the same time. Men becoming thugs with degrees. OK, so the, the black dudes had, you know, their hand in it. It wasn't like you were just sitting there continuing to get disenfranchised. You certainly did participate. And this is just the unfortunate thing. Now we want to repair it. <laughs> now we want to repair it. Well, the fracture is so deep. That is beyond repair, unfortunately. It's beyond repair. But there's people that want to uphold this, and we're going to show you their response to Ms. Tashina Arnold's tweet after I, after I go through these super chats. All right, so let me do a couple more super chats, and then I got to get into this thing here, and we're going to show you some. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Where are we at? Uh, shout out to Car Blanche again for sponsoring today's show. All right. Rojo Octobre. That is more Spanish, man. Shout out. He says, sup, coach. Keeping a long memory, like you said. Keep a long memory. And I think people need to really understand what this is. We've been doing this. We've been at this for decades, guys. This is nothing new. So if you want to fix it, it's going to take probably two or three generations to fix. Which generation do you want to start? Because you got you got black women able to they're able to really financially support themselves. Just to be fair, not a lot of them do, but they some of them do. So how are you gonna fit in here? I mean, we run we're we're economics based culture, and if they have the money, that's where the power is. If you can't 
come in and trump it with the pop. There's no lot about a, a, a loyalty or to the black community. There's no, that, that's not going to fix it. You got to be able to have the economic power. And even then, that's not enough. So Gen Z ain't doing nothing. Gen Z, you forget, you can forget it. And uh, I often told you about the cultural shift because what happens is if if uh, your generation is the one that's going to fix it, let's say Generation X is going to fix it. All right. That means old people between the ages of 43 and 55, 56. We're going to fix it. Well, tell Gen Z. Gen Z ain't with it. And as you guys know, Gen Z is not with nothing that anybody's doing. They're their own beast. <laughs> They're their own beast. So whatever you build, Gen Z is going to kick it down. It's like a sandcastle. Uh, Gen Z is going to just kick it down and stomp all over it and, and, and treat you like you're a dinosaur. They ain't getting with the game. Nor do they care. Gen Z grew up, grew up in a time they don't care about race like that. All right. They don't care about race like that because a lot of us went and ran and took our kids to safe communities and suburbs. And now our sons are running around here with white women and Latino women. And they don't see no problem with it. They don't even get no bite back from their friends. They don't care. Um, same thing with the black women, young black women. If they went to the suburbs, they'll run around with white guys and Latinas. They don't care. They don't care about race like that. So when you sit them down, let me tell you about what it means to be black. And when you get pulled over by the police, they don't care. <laughs> they like what? All these light skinned ass Gen Z's, they don't care. <laughs> Steph Curry and them kids. All right. Steph Curry kids are like, huh? What? <laughs> you, you ask young black men, man, stop dating these white girls. They'd be like, <laughs> here we go. Castigator says, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yep. Uh, Brill Posh, Brill Posh says, Coach, I'm going to be, he says, I'm going to be Tommy Lee Jones for the movie Man of the House. Look it up, sir. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Tommy Lee Jones from the movie Man of the House. Oh, my goodness. I'm confused. Is that the prawn movie that he made? Oh, oh, Tom, Tommy Lee. I was thinking Tommy Lee, the drummer. Okay. Oh, you want it with the cheerleaders thing. Oh, the Texas. Yeah. I don't know, man. It sounds like a good idea. All right. It sounds like a good idea, but I think that's hell on earth. But I'm going to tell you. If I did do something in life, it would be that. If anybody wants to know what he's talking about, uh, let's see. Am I still sharing a screen? I am. Uh, if anybody wants to know what he's talking about is this uh, sorority house type stuff. Let me pop it up real quick. Um, let me see if I can get to the image. Yeah, this this type of thing. I've already traveled with women, and I'm going to tell you, it's not a good thing, man. I'm going to tell you, I would visit this house, but I wouldn't be in the front. <laughs> like, I wouldn't live in the house with them. I'll let them rip themselves to shreds. All right. Uh, yeah. Oh, hello. All right, hold up. Wait a minute. Now, now we're talking here. I got money. There'll be a lot of books paid for. There'll be a lot of books. I'd be paying for a lot of books in this house. I'd have a whole library in the book, in the damn house. I'd have a whole library in this house, bro. <laughs> you can't put me in a scenario like this. Shout out to who said this? Who's my super chatter here? Brill Posh. Yeah, you're actually right, bro. 
You cannot do this to me. All right. I would have all the. <laughs> let's let's get back to the show. Real boss, you got me all distracted today. Why you do that to me, man? I was running a ser serious show. Now they can't take me seriously anymore. <laughs> I'd have Jasmine Rice. There'd be rice coming out of the damn closet in this damn thing. Anyway, <laughs> I saw feet and legs and I was done. All right, I was at the junior college again. All right, shout out to uh, Nadasso says modern women is just the emasculation tool for men. All right, um, Kavito, that was her mistake. She expressed her thoughts on Twitter. <laughs> Give her the mm -hmm. L. Cali West Miami, but coach, pick on the time tricks too, please. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, you Freddie Jackson ass dudes. <laughs> All right, Freddie Jackson. Luther Vandross following here and now I promise to love faithfully. All right. You guys out there, you guys were the worst too. time tricking ass people. All right. Uh, I got to get on with the show. ETC ready to work says coach and them coach gangers just wanted to say peace, quiet and freedom is the greatest decision I have ever made. Sorry. It took me to at age 55 to do so young dudes. Please don't wait. Hashtag free agent lifestyle. All right, it is the philosophy of all philosophies. It's the one that ends it all. I mean, I don't know, man. You can't keep up. Let's get into the real bits and pieces here for the people who are saying, what kind of show is this? Well, it's a podcast. Don't say I'm wasting time. We actually have an entertainment show over here. We call it edutainment. We entertain and we educate. Educate. Here's the tweet. And if you ever wanted to save the community, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Honest question. Who can, he says, what can black women do in America? in America do to stop aiding in the emasculation of black men in America. She admits there's an uh, emasculation of black men in America. Everyone can see it. Um, but, 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 but when I scrolled in the comment section, I realized it was over. It's done. Because Yappa, Yappa, W, vaccine or mask, you can't be, I don't know what she's talking about. As soon as these questions come up, in an effort to pretty much change the direction of the community in which you're going to need to stop the emasculation of black men. Yeah, for sure. Uh, right away, the top comment is going to confirm it's over. And then Yapai, Yafa, I don't know what her name is. She says, what about us black women? Where is the protection and respect for us? Now, this is the probably one of the most, it was the highlighted comment here because there's a lot of people interacting with it. Interaction gets you at the top. And there's 2,441 likes on this particular thing. And I've heard this from somewhere before. I've heard this exact same thing from somewhere before. And look no further than Ice Cube. This is why I've always told men, yes, I'm a tap dancing coon. All right. I'll be whatever that is. I definitely won't be a captain for the community because there's no point. Anytime you say, anytime you say, this is what we're going to do for black people. Or this is what we're going to do for black men. We're going to replay the black man first and then we'll get to the woman. They won't let you. They're not going to let you. And here's your confirmation. Let's play the clip. Fair use. All the same when it comes to a president and dealing with. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's go ahead and get it off chimp bunk mode for a second. Uh, our situation. Um, so let me, I got to ask, I got to ask this question. I got to ask this question. Because you're on this show with, with the cocktails with the queens. And there's a reason for that. Uh, take a look here. Um, this looks like a family reunion for me. 
that I would never show up to. All right, look at this woman right here. She ain't, she's not picking up what he's laying down at all. All right, this is Vivica A. Fox. I don't know who this woman is, but she's fixing her weave. This woman is Claudia Jordan, and she has the granny sun of uh, eyeglasses on. And this woman is uh, the woman from, uh, I can't remember her name. <laughs> I can't remember her name. Uh, but if you said it, I'll remember it. But look at them and how they're blatantly disrespecting Ice Cube, which I don't know if you know at the time. He was trying to do a contract for Black America in which he was going to present to presidential. He offered to present to both presidential candidates in the 2020 election. And only Donald Trump took the bait. And um, and uh, Bill, uh, Joe Biden said, screw you. I'll meet you when I get into the White House, which he never did. OK, but the fact that he met with Trump on this. Uh, the do Biden group said, what the hell's going on here? Because you guys know that they're funded by the. Thank you, sir. Lisa Ray. Lisa Ray is her name. OK, Lisa Ray. Thank you. I knew that. But again, I'm bad with names. All right. So let's listen to their response. To Ice Cube. And this is the general response that you're going to get as a black man by making any change in the community because the community. You don't they know you don't have the economic backing, you don't have the political backing and you don't have enough strong men that are going to be willing to follow through on this, because had you had a convention, it'll be a fornication convention in no time flat. It's just too many simps. All right. And you wouldn't get any damn thing done. So, hey, let's go ahead and play the clip. It wasn't to have you defend or not defend Donald Trump. It was about. I care about what's in this contract with Black America for women, and, and it's not we're not mentioned at all in the contract with Black America. And I you are mentioned. I mean, when you when you mention Black people, you mention in Black women, so oh, don't count yourself no, out. No, yes, that's not true. So interesting. So Ice Cube says that he was able to get a meeting with a current sitting president, right? Which is not easy to do. Martin Luther King did it and sold y'all out. All right. The last person to do it sold y'all out. So did Messy Jesse Jackson and that damn Al Jan, uh, Sharpton. All right. They didn't sold y'all out for, for a whole bunch of shillings and shekels. And then so did Black Lives Matter. All right. So I don't know what people are complaining about. If you're able to do this, you actually took some great strides. So now he said black people. And then they said, nope. Oh, no, no that don't include black women. And they're talking over him, bro. This is why I will ne you'll never catch my ass, right? At no community meeting. I'll never be there, bro. Never, not one damn time, because this is what it'll turn into. And I'm a nobody, <laughs> right? This dude's a somebody. This dude's a somebody, and he catching hell. Mm. Hold up. Let me go back and play that again. They When he said, well, when, when I say for black people, I said, that includes black women. And they said, nope. Um, so let me, I gotta ask, I gotta ask this question. I gotta ask this question because you're on this show with, with the cocktails with the Queens and there's a reason for that. It wasn't, and I, you are mentioned. I mean, when you, when you mentioned black people, you mentioned in black women. So oh, don't count yourself no, out. No, yes, that's you not are. true. Like, this like administration said that when they black people black, are not no, black women, black, black, black women are not included in black people. No, that's not what you're saying. What is going on here? <laughs>
This is all I got to say to this, bro. This is all. This is the only thing that I can say to this whole damn conversation right here. What the? My ears hurt right now listening to them cackle and balk right at this man. I can only stand stare Martin Lutherly at this. This poor guy is literally trying to put it on the line, and they're roasting him. They're like, "Nah, son. Nah, son. We ain't doing none of that, son." That's like when the president says minorities, then he's including black people. But we all know that that's not the case. Black women have specific needs that are not also being met. And we also feel that there should be some things that are specific to us in our plight as well. So what Ice Cube did, look at his face. <laughs> his face is like... So then what Ice Cube did as a result, this is just some background information. Ice Cube then added two new sections to his contract with Black America. And he had to then go in and include two new sections to include Black women exclusively. One had to do with sports and then the other one, additional concerns regarding Black women. All right. He had to go in and add theirs specifically because the one he had wasn't good enough. It didn't represent because black people don't mean black women. All right. So this is where we are in America. This is why I will not give it a try. If you guys will ever know, I, I've always backed it up of, of why I don't give it a try. I it's, it's, It is what it is. It's too far gone. It's too far gone. Let's read some of these comments here on Tashish, Tashina Arnold's post. So this woman immediately responds, what about us black women? No, we can we keep it on the subject matter? She didn't ask about black women. She asked about black men and the emasculation of black men. Uh, this woman doesn't care. We're going to put it back to black women and our protection and our needs first. Okay. Um, here it is right here. I'm going to skip this one because it's talking about trans and gay. All right. But uh, I'm going to touch on it by, by something else. So I'll skip that. And then I'll go down here. Actually, actually, um, right here, La, La Cienega, La Cienega. Her name, La Cienega. La Cienega. I don't know what's going on there. 4,000 likes, almost 5,000. We, as black women, are not responsible for the image that black men have created for themselves. I wish people would stop placing this responsibility on us. Well, there's nothing going on there, and it seems to be a lot of agreement on that particular thing there. So, Let's go down here in which then she says something. This these, these two people say something that I said yesterday. I said this yesterday. She said they emasculate themselves. Woo! And at that point, you can't be mad, gentlemen. Here's Mayno. Like a, diso a disobedient slave with a white woman. So tell me like what you say. Yes, Mesa. <laughs> I was sorry. I've, I've, it's, it's, two, it's, it's, it's two of them. Like It's like me getting whooped. Right, you get whooped. It's like, it's like I play like you whip it, but most of them don't want. Uh, no, what was the? Uh, no, what was the? Okay, and then they also put this one, and this person responded, "Sure do." And there's a guy right there that we showed yesterday's video, yesterday's morning, of him being emasculated by somebody is definitely ain't up to the up to snuff in the quality department. All right, and so he's willingly being dragged around on a leash. Because she bought him a PlayStation 2 and two pair of Jordans. I tell you what, it is what it is. You can't be mad. Listen, 
at this point of the argument, I have to be partial. They're right. Yes, the black male image is emasculated in America, but again, black men are choosing to many times. Not all, but they are choosing to. How do you how do you come back from this, gentlemen? Oh my goodness. And so if you see here, there's a woman who actually says, speak up, understand that you can't harm the black man without inadvertently harming the black women. They end up turning it uh, on themselves. Nikki B says, wrong, it's completely up to them, not us. True, hard pill truce there. And there's a guy says, these comments are being ridiculous. And this basically, if you scroll down, honest question, how do black women aid in the emasculation of black men in America? If you scroll down, you're getting pretty much a fractured uh, community. I mean, right here, all out in the street. You can't be mad. Uh, that's not in the black woman's wheelhouse. The life destroyed our culture. And I said that yesterday. I talked about that with hip hop. And I said that hip hop music has done more destruction in the black community than probably just as much or just as much as the crack epidemic. All right. Although we still celebrate it to the most part, for the most part, it has been highly dysfunctional. Okay. Now, this goes without saying there has been a lot of single mother raised young men. So that has contributed to the emasculation that these women are not admitting to. I think the first step and stage of any type of healing, you must admit your faults. You cannot be in denial. And I think a lot of these women are in denial when they're not suggesting, yeah, you know, we had single mother rate at 78%. So the men that are raised in this culture today are our responsibility. Not, nobody mentioned that. Nobody mentioned that at all. And that is a huge deal with these men, single mother raised men, pee sitting down, uh, non-masculine men. Okay. Now let's go to a couple of bids. Let's go up with a couple of video responses here. Fair use. Uh, do not go to any of these people's page and uh, comment. Do not leave my name when you comment. If you want to go comment, leave my name the hell out of it. <laughs> All right. Do not go over there and attack them or disqualify them or whatever you want. But here's a man who's going to respond to this particular comment by Tashina Arnold about the emasculation of men in America. This is uh, irony at its best. Somebody said, coach, don't want no smoke. No, coach, I don't want people putting that my name in their comment section because they're going to say I sent you over there to harass them. I did not. What The one thing you can't do is harass people. The one thing you cannot do is harass people. And proof of harassment could be I shared a video and you went over there and harassed them intentionally. You know, and they're like, oh, he sent his people over there. I'm not saying to do that. And you can't do that on social media. All right. So this person here, uh, um, I want to say this could be LeVar Burton's cousin from the Reading Rainbow. I'm not sure. Uh, but um, he's going to say how what Tashina Arnold says is false. It's not there's no emasculation of black men. Because he says here, the emasculation of black men is not a real issue. He's going to say, no, this is not true. So let's go ahead and see if we, let's get off chipmunk mode over here. And let's hear this individual's response, them they, them they's response related to this. You all can see. Now, Mr. Shana Arnold came up here and said on his question, what can we as black women in America do to stop aiding in the emasculation of black men in America. 
Now, I... <laughs> Obviously, he doesn't agree at this particular point. There's no such thing as the emasculation of black men. Interesting. <laughs> Everybody knows what this nonverbal gesture is here. Everybody has seen this nonverbal gesture. This wouldn't be a gesture that, never mind, continuing on. And this is hilarious to me because like, if you look at masculinity, right? Or at least like the traditional version of it or the um, most oppressive, the, the, the violent versions of it that people seem to want to hold on to for dear life. And if you change it, change the definition of masculinity even one inkling they just be like, oh my god masculation masculation so so what i'm what i'm asking right now is is to this is i this is irony on a grand scale i mean this i don't even know what to say here I, i'm confused i'm like wait a minute you're saying that there's no masculinity issue Oh, okay. To take a look at traditional masculinity and ask yourself, what has it done for black women? Like, what has it done for black women for them to be holding on to it in this kind of homophobic ass fucking way? And that's exactly what it is, queerphobic ass way. Like, what? Wow, it's phobic now. What she said was phobic. Um, uh, let's see. What? See, again, generations don't understand. We live in a safe time so i just want people to understand that uh there were previous to the united states becoming a world power after world war ii united states was at war steady meaning that men once you turn to age of 18, 18 you probably served in the army or you were at war even till after the world war ii you went into the korean war the the most big the biggest wars were the korean war in the Vietnam War, and then into the 90s, the Desert Storm, and then Afghanistan after that. But by that particular point, it was pretty safe to say men would never be drafted in. Um, and so men would never have to have the requirements to serve in the Army, selective services, or fight. But prior to that, we lived in very unsafe, unsecure, barbaric times. We were not a world power. We were not the top power. We were climbing to be the power. And we were constantly at war, not with just people on other turfs. We were at war with ourselves. So you weren't even safe for hundreds of years prior to World War II. And then even after World War II, you probably still weren't safe as a man. So there was no skirting the issue. Your ass probably had to go out there and get and fight. So the people who exist today in this safe time in which you don't have to fight, they exist because of masculinity. You exist because of masculinity. You exist because of the men who protect your communities, police officers, whoever police, whoever is at at uh, whoever's responsible for protecting you and keeping you safe. It's probably some masculine shit that went down. However, people are saying, well, what has men done? See, this is man. I tell you, boy, the ungrateful nature of the modern people, the generation millennials and Gen Z, very ungrateful for what the men in our past have done for us to get us to the point we are in. And now we say masculinity's done nothing. I mean, it's really, really weird. But it is, that's not, listen, it's not only me. You guys have your world and how you want it. But 
what looking at the unchanged traditional definition of masculinity why are you talking about emasculation like i just i hate the fact that they it is just this made up fairy tale ass fake issues that people be concerned about. You're worried about niggas in dresses and niggas in skirts and niggas in makeup and shit, whatever else y'all talk about. Meanwhile, what has what has traditional masculinity done for y'all except y'all to except to tell y'all to take y'all pregnant barefoot asses to the kitchen and make a fucking sandwich? Like what has it done? What has masculinity done for y'all to the point where you're holding on to it and you don't want to accept any changes to the definition of what it means to be a man? Because masculinity is fucking up even men. The, the traditional, you know what I mean, the traditional definition of it is fucking men up. It, it's destroying men. It's, 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 it's telling them that they, the only feelings that they should have. This has to be the most ironic video I have ever seen in my life. I mean, Jesus. I mean, really, people people don't have any clue of history. I don't know what to say. Oh my God. I don't, man. And here I am. I'm not calling people names. I just think it's actually funny. The world we live in today, it is lit, it's clown world. People have no damn respect. I mean, none. No, no respect for your parents, no respect for your predecessors, your elders, the people that came before you. Oh my God. But what has it done? What has it done? What? <laughs> Do can't, people can't be serious. If you've ever served in the military, I know you literally got to be going, wow. I mean, people really take you for granted out here. All right, AJT says, tuning in to get my daily dose of facts over feelings. Thanks for all that you do, coach. Indeed. Too Tall says, the free agent lifestyle is genius, outstanding. It's going to save you. It's going to save you. Jason Webb says, we, we were put together on the plantations via WS. And um, we are now being totally separated via WS. He says uh, they belong to the WS house now, S-Y-S-B-M. Um, and it is what it is. But we've all, a hey, plantation politics, if you study plantation politics, I love that term. We are doing it very much today. Um, and it was what people had did in the past. There's nothing changed. There's not much have changed um, in relation to that. Our we, we've learned these things and it's been passed on uh, to see, I always tell people it wasn't that long ago. Your grandmother's grandmother was probably either just born into slavery or was a part of slavery of the idea of chattel slavery in the South, the peculiar institution. We're not that far removed. We haven't been as free as we have been slaved in this country. So not all of us. But what I'm saying is the point the point I'm making is these behaviors that you've seen. Because all of us have family in the South. All of us that you look like me, all of us have family in the South. So that means they there were people there that descended from that. As a result, some of the behaviors you've seen, um, especially older men, especially older men, like older men that are like, you know, my age and older. You could go back to when you were a child in the 80s and the 70s and the 60s. 
And the stuff that you dealt with came directly from plantation stuff. I mean, literally was less than 100 years from that point. Right. So you were you were three, four generations removed from that when you were a child in the 60s, 70s and 80s. So a lot of the BS that was coming forth was learned behavior from previous generations that were not far removed from that. And we passed that on. A lot of traditions that we've passed on in this community have been descended from stuff, plantation politics from the past. OK, but it is what it is, you know. It is what it is. People don't realize that, but the fracture that we have is directly from that. And we've been more fractured ever since. Uh, Sean Mason says, just got my passport, coach. Have any suggestions on a trip? I have never been out of the States. Was thinking Japan or Singapore. Damn, you going all out. He going out of here. He gone. All right, he gone. He was passport. Um, start off slow. Start off slow. Go to Mexico. All right, go to Mexico. Go to, uh, go some somewhere to the Caribbean so you can get your bearings. All right, because that what's going to happen is if you don't have a good experience traveling, you're going to forget something like your passport and you're going to get on the damn plane <laughs> and you're going to can't make your connecting flight. Start off slow, but Japan, these are places are great places. Uh, when they open up or if they open up 100%, you're going to have fun. Um, if you want to get some peace leave, don't. <laughs> Don't go out to, uh, uh, I would say, yeah, but yeah, you're going to have fun. Strap it up. Japan is open. I'm out. Uh, Nicholas M says, morning coaches got back from my annual trip to the Dominican in March. Peace leave all over the place and Turks and Caicos on Monday. Free agent lifestyle is the way to go, fellas. Go on out there and get your son. Joe K, Pro Blacks, mad coach out here shuffling. All right, shout out to the shuffling crew out here. Uh, man, this is a shuffle type episode. Uh, you know, again, I don't have any allegiances. And so it's going to seem like, man, well, whose side are you on? You see me swing back and forth. All right, a bunch. Well, not swing back and forth. I'm actually trying to be like, hey, I'm trying to look at it rationally. Uh, I don't have any emotions on this one. I'm not, I'm not trying to have a black wife in the family in the future. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But with that being said, I'm going to show you another example. Of somebody that's not uh not in particularly uh, excited about Tashina Arnold's um recent quote here. Let's go ahead and listen to what she has to say. Do to stop aiding in the emasculation of black men. I think that some black women have this savior complex, and they believe that they have to save everybody and they have to fix everything because this is not a black woman's issue. I think we should be putting that energy into saving ourselves. Um, here it is. It's pretty clear. This is about the third time I have heard, maybe more if I looked at the tweets that people responded, that I've heard that black women are not the same as black men. I mean, they literally distinguish themselves from you. And I've said this happened over a 30 or 40 year period during affirmative action in which black men particularly were penalized twice for not being black women all right they were penalized twice and i told you that and there was one guy that told me i was out of my mind but no during affirmative action overwhelmingly black women benefited mainly because of double quota systems in which corporations figured out a way to finesse the game by not hiring a black man and then a black woman they were like we don't need to hire both 
in order to fill our quota, we can hire the black woman. And she now counts as a black a black person and a woman. So now they kill two birds with one stone. They don't have to hire another woman and they don't have to hire another black. They can hire one that counted as two. As such, many of these women achieved or uh, arose to middle management positions, mainly through human resource jobs or jobs in which they had input on hiring in which many black men still did not get offered jobs into these corporations because number one, they did not fill the double quota. Number two, many times black women distinguish themselves from black men and may have inadvertently, inadvertently left black men in the cold during hiring practices. Okay, so that it cannot be, uh, that cannot be disputed. It did happen. A lot of black men weren't invited into corporate settings or were blocked and said, we ain't gonna get that nigga a job, all right? And then they hired someone else to fill the minority quota. They hired Hector, Ramondo, uh, the Eastern Indian dude, all right? Whoever the hell they hired as a minority, dump somebody in a wheelchair, whoever, all right? And as such, and I, guys, I don't even have a, a dog in this fight. I don't care. I'm a free agent. I'm just telling you how it worked and how it went, all right? And as you can see, these women are openly admitting when it comes to black men and black women, we're different. We're not the same. She just admitted it. So if you're mad, do not be mad at me. This is how they think. And this is how we should just live our lives because that's the way they think. That energy into saving ourselves and asking questions that will better us as black women. How can we aid in the destruction of colorism? Why is the maternal mortality rate for black women so high? Or we can talk about how black women are mistreated in corporate America and paid less. When it comes to addressing an issue like the emasculation of black men, I feel like there's so many more real issues that need to be discussed. It's problematic for her to even consider this to be a real topic. I think her question stems from a lot of the homophobia in the black community. Wow. Well, I mean, as you can see, guys, I, and I've been trying to tell you brothers to wake the hell up. There's been guys that have been saying SYSBM. I've been telling you to flee the community crazy. I mean, they have nothing there for you. It is pretty clear. I don't know why you're there trying to save it that much. And you might say, well, this isn't, this isn't how all black women think. I don't care, bro. I really don't care. It means nothing. All I have to do is hear a, a few, and we've heard quite a few. All I have to hear a few is to realize there's nothing there for me. There's nothing there, unfortunately. I'm not there to save it, and there's nothing that I can do to change this. I saw Ice Cube try to change it, and they shouted the man down. All right? It's, it's, it's done. It's over. I would tell you to get out. And if someone really and truly has that much of an issue with the LGBTQ community or a man in a dress, I feel like they have a problem within themselves. Most black. I don't know how this became an issue about LBGT. I, I don't have, I have no idea how it jumped to this argument, but it has jumped there several times. How did that, what is emasculation in LGBT? LGBT, that, that doesn't mean you're emasculated. All right. That means that's your you were born that way. Right. As far as I remember, you were born that way. So that has nothing to do with emasculation. But um, 
I don't know why it jumps there, but this is just shaming language to try to shout down the real issue. Black man. Nobody answers the question. Everybody jumped to other things that were more important in their mind. They never even addressed it. Identify manhood as toxic masculinity. They've created a culture where it's normal to devalue and demean women. It's normal to not value family or marriage. And it's normal to not be educated. It's also normal for them not to really know how to express their emotions other than anger. And that leads to a lot of violence. So I believe only a man can teach another man how to be a man. And only a man can really define what manhood is. That I don't disagree with. I don't disagree with that. She did a lot of jumping around and bullshit. All right. But I do agree with that. Although in your community, it is least likely that there's a man there to teach young men. So with that being said, let's go on to the next video and then we'll uh, show you this one right here. This woman here was much more aggressive in her tone, uh, probably really anti Kevin Samuels, anti red pill, anti she's probably anti just about everything, right? Which I don't blame her. I'm not criticizing her, but she was anti hotel. She was kicking ass in this particular stream. Let's listen. Okay, I'm gonna need you niggas to stop. It's too early in the morning for this shit, y'all. Like, <laughs> like I'm so weak. These niggas, y'all, I'm telling y'all, y'all black women, y'all need to pay attention. These niggas are doing everything they fucking can to try to bring us back to Blackistan. Okay. Okay, these Hebrew nigga lights. They, <gasps> if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Sheba. Sheba went on my community tab post and she said that that fucking maker who did that uh that attack over there in uh brooklyn the subway attack they said that he was a fucking red pill bitch nigga he was a fucking hebrew nigga like she said he followed kitten hills and some more people i forgot i gotta go back and find it but yes y'all this is why they keep talking about um they're trying to bring this pro black shit back they're trying to be like fake woke. they're talking about black love pay attention to what's going on and I know y'all, you know, y'all feel like when we're divested, da, da, da. no, I'm telling you, pay attention to what's going on because I guess, I don't know. Are these niggas really, really aware of the divest movement? Because the way these niggas be talking, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. Well, I'm going to just say for the skeptics, let's just say that. Pay attention to how these niggas move because I'm telling you. When these niggas was dating white bitches and drove, when they was messing with non-black women, when they was having all these biracial kids, they weren't preaching none of this shit, y'all. But now that they don't seem that, well, you know, the preferences and exoticals, um, yeah, they hate my ass too, because apparently they didn't fall for they, they didn't fall for our fucking tricks and shit. So now they feel like, well, damn, who the fuck can we manipulate now? They have nowhere to go. So they're trying to come back to Blackistan. And they're trying to bring black women back. But bitch, nigga, we're not coming back. Fuck you, apes. What don't y'all understand? Like, I swear to God, they are the most hard-headed niggas on the planet. We keep constantly telling y'all that we don't fuck with y'all. We don't like y'all. Like, stop coming on the internet crying. We don't care. Like, we're not coming back, bitch. Come back to what? You niggas don't have shit. <laughs> I don't get this shit, y'all. Well... That was interesting. It's been so long that I've been to the community. I haven't been to the community in so long. My God. Woo. Martin Luther Lee is here. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Man almighty. I tell you.
But uh, if that wasn't warning enough, guys, I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, it's done. It's done on a grand scale for most people. So I I feel I feel for you guys. I feel for the I feel for the men. There's some men in this manosphere too that I will occasionally listen to, and we got to do this and we got to do that. Uh, yeah. My God, I mean, there's nothing. You, you gotta re- you got some work to do, as you can see. The agendas that stand ahead of you, the black women, they're separate from you. It, it's quite clear that there's a fracture between. Uh, black men who are LBGTQ and black men who are not, there's something there. They're gonna, you're going to be called the phobic uh, men. There's going to be political issues. If you met with Donald Trump or any Republican, you're done there. They're not going to listen to you. Um, if you're masculine, if you want traditional masculinity, you're out. If you want to lead your home, you're out. If you guys, what is going to happen here? It's pretty tough. It's a pretty d- tough dynamic. And I don't know what's going on for you to want to do that. It's time. It's time to go. It's time to go for a lot of you men. Shout out to uh, Rich Black Love in the building. Thank you for becoming a member. Did you say anything? He did not say anything, but uh, it might be time for a little shuffle. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Is there anyone here that probably wants to do the, well, that's not all at this particular point. I've laid down my case. Maybe, you know, I did cherry pick. I took the most, I, I didn't even dig deep into videos. I basically pulled up the first four or five videos that were up front and I got these videos as a response. Then I went diving a little bit deeper and I was like, okay. But most of the videos sound just like that. And I'm like, guys, what are you standing up and fighting for at this point? Man, you better go get your passport, go save yourself, go be a free agent. All right, shout out to Speaking My Mind. He says, to the chopper, he out. <laughs> Trigger verse, why save the community? If you have a kid with another race, they would consider, they would consider, they would be considered black anyway. Literally the one drop rule. They're considered black until. All right, there's always a chance for them, for them to wriggle out of the one-drop rule um, when it's convenient, right, when it's convenient. So, unfortunately, for mixed-race kids, and I have kids that are mixed-race, uh, there's a lot of mixed-race kids here also contributing to the percentages of people who are considered black or not. Um, unfortunately for them, sometimes they can get treated as less than, you know, because they are mixed. When it's convenient, though, but when it's not convenient, then they're they are. When this when it's when it's not convenient, they are they aren't. All right, Freddie Frappuccino, harems are the future. Harems are the future, but they are the past too. We've not only been living monogamy for probably uh, less than two thousand years. We've only been in this monogamy thing for less than two thousand years, maybe even less than that. To be fair, maybe 500, maybe maybe 700 and 800 years monogamy. And even then, the elites, the clergy, the the kings, the uh, the uh, the people, the leaders, the political leaders of uh, these people were not monogamous at all. Many of them were LBGT. Many of them had harems. Many of them had concubines. Only the the, the peasants were fed monogamy to keep your ass at bay uh, since 
Hence, the guy that any guy that acts out, they then all automatically associate him with incel or red pill, meaning guys that are frustrated about the sexual marketplace. Again, this is why I always tell you, go get, go get you a couple of fistful of 20s. I got money. And go get your nut. I don't know why you guys keep fighting this. You guys want women sold. You want them to love you. They don't love you, bro. And they, they probably really never did. That's a, that's a fantasy in your mind. Some hopeless romantics do love men. But, guys, I want you to remember, they don't love you like that. You want them to love you, and I lead a girl who's mine, all mine. Dude, that don't exist. Go get you a couple of dollars. Go get you. Go go to the Jack Shack. Get you a nut. Let, let a girl rub all on your fat tummy and make you feel good. And dip on out of there, bruh. you want a girl to you want to work your way for her to part her legs and open up like a flower <sighs> i'm tired of you people i'm really tired of you people and this is what's going to lead to your frustration you're leading to your frustration because you can't find women to love you the way you want them to love you they don't gotta love you like that man monogamy over the whole old they've been walking away from the old world which is the old world to us but it was the new world They've been walking away from it like crazy. Do y'all see women? <laughs> Do y'all see women running to men? Do y'all see them? You see how they treat you out here in this world. And ladies, I ain't mad at you. Go get your bag. Go get your handbag, your Birkin bag, your Louis bag. I don't care what, guys, always have to understand. Women, I don't care what you're doing. You know what I mean? Go do you. All I need you to do is show up. I got money. Okay. I don't need you to love me. I don't need you to trust me. All I need to do is find out where the sorority house is. I got money. And yes, you can get a fistful of 20s out of this. I don't care. Go do it. Go spend it on what you want. I don't care. Go shopping. All right. But people want, you guys. You guys got this thing. No, I want to do it the honorable, the moral way, the way of the Lord. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then what? You get frustrated. You get mad. You get enraged at women. You snap at women. Why are you snapping at them? Let them do what they do. We need to bring them back to the old ways. What old ways? Okay, what, what old ways are women coming back to? Just ask yourself. They want no parts of it. They want no parts of it, right? So let them be in harems. It's the most natural way of relationships and concubines. They've been choosing to do this for centuries, bro. They've been choosing to do this for centuries. And what it's doing now is, and you cannot deny it, we are not anywhere close to monogamous relationships. Even, even people that are in affairs, I'm sorry, in marriages having affairs at almost a 30, 40, 50% clip. All right, so people who are under monogamy are cheating. Then what's happening is they're actually they're actually going towards the top producing men. And in our society, that percentage is, that percentage reflects about 10 to 20% of men, which in any culture is a high percent for successful men. That's high compared to the past when there were harems and concubines. There were probably only 1% of men that were considered this. Anybody related to the king or the queen? 
So now there at least are more men that are able to have harems and concubines and most successful men. Most successful men, and we'll get to the women, most successful men, you can easily have a rotation if you have the time of five to eight women in your harem or concubine. concubine. Easily, without an effort, you can have five to eight women, which is your own personal concubine. It's your own personal harem. Now, we share in this harem now, so she'll fluctuate and go back and forth between other men. There's no eunuchs guarding her. So you don't have eunuchs guarding your harem anymore. But women are actually reporting reporting to the HR. They're actually going towards the successful men and giving themselves to these men a lot easier than your peasant ass. And this is the most natural way of our societies in the history of time that we've been uh, in, in any empire. Any empire, you go back, it has always been this. It has never been this monogamy, fairy tale, marriage myth that you guys are keep holding on to. You know why you keep holding up to it? Because you don't have to compete. And you think you get possession and ownership of a woman and you get her for good. And you don't no longer have to work for her and, and all of that stuff. It's a lazy approach. So in my idea, it's a lazy approach. And you get rewarded just for being. Here I am. I'm a man. I get my own personal woman like everybody else. Nope, 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 nope. You got to compete. Because the top men are, they have no problems having multiple women. Even married men. Um, did you see the whole Magic Johnson thing in the whole Los Angeles Lakers 1980s thing? They have a movie that they're playing on Showtime. And the amount of amount of women Magic Johnson alone was running through. And a lot of the amount of women are making themselves available to Magic. It was so bad that Magic, the other players were jealous of Magic because when Magic showed up, they couldn't get the hoes they want. <laughs> they were like, man, they were like, get the women now before Magic shows up because once Magic shows up, the game's over. That's how, that's how society essentially works, and that's a microcosm. And so then everybody knows, okay, this guy's the guy. He's going to get all the women, and women will naturally make themselves available to the top-tier men either by getting paid by a harem or concubine. We do this naturally, but we keep it under wraps. We disguise it as all of this, oh, it's an affair. And she she wants the top tier men, 80-20 rule. You know what it is? It's, centrally, it's, sim it's simply women want to be around successful men, period. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. And now all that means is be successful. Or if you don't want to, don't compete. If you don't want to compete, go get a fistful of 20s. I got money. And go to the jerk shack, the jack shack, and be good. Be done with it. <laughs> or get you a big old leftover. Somebody that been ran through. She's been tossed off the heel of the concubine. Whatever. Whatever. It is what it is. But I'm just telling. <laughs> Somebody says, you are not telling the whole story. One thing that I cannot stand. One thing that I cannot stand is people who say things like that in the comment section. I don't mind if you dissent on this argument. I don't mind if you disagree. But do not be vague in your disagreement like a coward. You can type as much as you want in this comment section. I don't even have to acknowledge it. But I see it every time. Uh, now and then I run over there. I'll look and glance over and it'll jump out at me. If you have a disagreement Type the disagreement into it. Do not just say you're wrong. 
You're not telling the whole story like a coward. Literally, stand on your damn square and tell me what I'm being vague about, you idiot. But anyway, let's get back to the damn thing. I disagree. And on what? I've been talking for an hour and a half. I don't even know what part of the damn stream you're on. You're just trying to gaslight. What are you trying to say? You're not telling the old. You learn how to argue from women. Tell me what the disagreement is. Do not just come in here. What the hell are you talking? Go sit your ass down. (laughs) You're not telling the whole story. What? What the hell is that? Do you post on Facebook? That's like a Facebook. You ever see these people that post on Facebook? (laughs) They'll post on Facebook something so damn conspicuous. You can't even figure it out. They'll, oh man, I can't believe this. That'll be their post. And it'll be in all caps. <laughs> I can't believe, and then now they want you to do what? Acknowledge them, come into their comment section. What can't you believe? What's wrong, sis? Everything good? And then they'll leave that shit for like five hours, no response. And everybody calling them up, FaceTiming them, videoing them. What's wrong, sis? What's wrong? And then they'll come back. Oh, everything's good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I cannot stand, bro. This is this is what this is female energy, female tactic stuff. If you disagree, if I was wrong somewhere, type exactly what I said was wrong and what the uh, what the right thing is. Don't just say, "No, nah, this ain't right." You goofball. That's attention seeking and it's feminine type energy. Although we're talking about masculine and feminine, feminine, femininity, that's a feminine tactic right there. Jesus, we're trying to show men that that's some emasculation BS. <sighs> I'm here to teach you. Shot X is in the building. Coach, I was raised in a two parent household and my pops told me. At a young age, do not let no woman run you or you can't satisfy and you can't satisfy them. I'm focusing on myself. Age 32, make 70K a year and trading Forex. I'm good. What more do you need? What more do you need, guys? I mean, in this world, then you guys will try to cap it off. I think men are overly distracted. This is why you can't be who you want to be, because in your 20s, you think you're going to get your own personal woman and she's going to get your own personal love and she's going to be with you and loyal to you forever. That ain't going to happen, all right? Not for most men. If not, damn near all of us. It ain't going to happen, all right? Especially if you a melanated brother. We're on the low rung of the standard scale. I mean, even if you're rich and melanated, you can't even have no standards. You know what I mean? And God forbid, then you go outside of your melanation. I mean, they throw you the whole damn anime. So um, just start understanding what this life is about. Many of you guys don't know what to do outside of the context of women. You have no clue. You have no purpose, no sense of drive. Everything you have done up until this point in your life has probably been for a woman or to get a woman or to be seen by women or to just be hovering around women. And it's okay. It's not a negative quality. However, I, I, actually, <laughs> I actually tried to try to challenge you and say, well, what other things would you accomplish if women aren't even the, even the goal? Like, do you have anything else going on? <laughs> so, 
where we at. And somebody else said this, tell them to put a counter argument in the super chat. Exactly. You don't, again, those people that just say that, if you got something to say, put it in the super chat. I'm not paying to disagree with you. Okay. Well, you clicked on my face. I don't know what to tell you. Shot X, black single and no kids too. Congratulations, man. Shout out to you. Young black man doing it here. Billy Kidd says black women are not included in black people. Staring Martin Luther Lee. This is how divisive we are as a culture. This is why that whole we as a people stuff, I've never fallen for it. I'm like, it. that means nothing to me because when it comes down to it, people are out for themselves. People are out for themselves. You might not be happy with this message today. I'm sorry. I keep it real. I've actually proven to you several times where they said exclusively, we ain't included in the black people thing. We different from that. Have it your way, guys. I don't know, man. You can be mad at me or mad at them, but don't, I, you're, if you're directing your anger at me today, I don't know what to tell you. I showed you it. And some of you guys came late. Just rewind the stream. I showed you. We as a people, and that brother and sister stuff, there's no such thing. All right. At the end of the day, it's about yourself. It's about you. And this, even the woman said it. The woman said it. What we need to do is worry about us. Okay. And have at it. While you're doing that, <laughs> don't ask me that simp. Don't ask me to put out a fire. Don't ask me to protect nobody. Don't ask me to break up a fight. I'm going to just walk right past you. Shout out to Raz Rose Code Soul Music. I don't know how to pronounce that. My part, my my apologies, sir. Thanks for your message, coach. It keeps us sane and patient. Where's Uncle Earl at? Shout out to our Uncle Earl. But yeah, man, I appreciate the support. Here comes the bankroll. Here comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what's going to make it happen. That's what's going to make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how he meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You to don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. <laughs> hey, it's only most men and ladies. I want you to listen to this one. Shout, hey, ladies, if you disagree, send two feet pictures. Um, Most men. They do. They either fast pimp or slow pimp, but they all are pimping in some sort of way. They they're trying to get between the sheets. Now, some men will listen to you ramble and have deep conversations with them. Which gentlemen, deep conversations? I want a guy that I can have deep conversations with. It usually consists of her talking eighty five percent of the time and you responding. Uh huh. You don't say. Uh huh. And he's going like this, <laughs> trying to get to the point in which you part your legs. That's all he's trying to do. Now you had deep conversations with him because he was dumb enough to listen to you for fifteen minutes, mainly, mainly, mainly because he's broke. Uh, a guy with money don't have time to listen to that. <laughs> Normally. He only have time for this. I got money. And I skip all of that. I actually skip that part of the conversation. I don't have deep conversations. The only thing I do is get knee deep. 
I don't. There's no deep conversations with me. <laughs> but people slow pimp all the time and they think they're better. I listened to my woman talk. She had a printer. She cleared the printer and the printer jam and the damn uh, in the office today. Okay. <laughs> I skip all of that. Skip the next conversation. You know what I mean? Like I grew up on, uh, on um, we're just chilling now. I'll get to the super chats. Um, I grew up in uh, tape decks. Remember cassette tapes? And prior to that was eight tracks, in which I don't know if you guys know, an eight track, you can't fast forward or rewind it. You got to listen to the whole damn thing from start to finish and then turn that bull. <laughs> so then I grew up on tape decks. I mean, cassette decks where you had to sometimes didn't even have a rewind button. You had to turn the damn thing around and fast forward it, stop, eject it, turn it around, and then find your song again. <laughs> okay. That, that was VHS and all of that. Then CDs and DVDs. You get to skip, skip, skip to your whole damn. <laughs> skip, skip, skip all the way down to the next part of the track. Oh, this is my favorite song. Skip, skip, skip. I grew up at a time where you couldn't skip it. Now, in context, we live in a time where we can just pay to skip all the bullshit. We don't live in cassette and eight-track tape days where you had to sit there listening to Anita Baker and Sade waiting for her to part her legs after three glasses of wine in deep conversations. I can skip all of that. I got money. <laughs> And it just cost a couple of dollars. And I'm right back to doing what the hell I was doing. <laughs> All right, here we go. 25 minutes to 30, 40 minutes. Lay down and tell me what's on your mind. What is that? And then afterwards, I don't have to deal with her. Oh, I'm going to take a shower before I go to sleep. And then she jump out the shower looking like Master Splinter. All right. Or she come out into the bedroom, out the shower, looking like Master Splinter, looking at you going, baby, am I going to get some leg today? And she like, man, come on, man. I just took a shower and I put new sheets on the bed. All right. Looking like Master Splinter out of the shower. I'm like, you know you ain't getting none, bro. You got to sleep in your bed. Oh, damn, man. Maybe, maybe I didn't make her feel good today. All right. I got to make a girl feel, make her feel good. Is anybody in the world to know? How to make a girl feel. How to make a girl feel. I don't have to worry about all of that. Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I... I I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. You pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? 
married men can't even skip to that because if you skip, you get in divorce. All right. Now you got to wait and sleep in your bed. Damn, I paid all the bills today. I paid my partial. We're an equal partner. This is why you don't get in the equal partnership. That's what they she gonna treat you like that. All right. Uh, shout out to you, Lucifer Ratzinger in the building with his hat cocked to the back and the thumbs up. Robert P. Elliot, hey, I'm a 39-year-old six-figure guy who hit you up last week about my long-term relationship with the 40-year-old uh, divorcee, house foreclosed and filing bankrupt. I remember that. We're moving in together this week, but no marriage. We'll give you an update if things change. <laughs> Whoa, boy. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Uh, I give you six months. I give you six months. T minus six months until that thing is a dumpster fire. Absolute dumpster fire. The thing about older people, and you're older, older when, you, when you're 35 and up, you're in the older category. I don't care about 40s, the new 25. Older people are cannot have effective relationships. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. We're too set in our ways, especially if we've already divorced, okay? And we know how to pull the trigger. We know legalities. Oh, we can't pair bond like that. It's a usury relationship. And um, that's all that's going to happen. It'll be six months, and it'll be a fat dumpster fire. <laughs> all right. All right, over under six months in our new poll. Over under, over under six months. Six months for the relationship. Uh, cohabit for cohabitation with divorcee. I think she was the twice divorcee too. So I'm gonna put over over here, over six months or under six months. That's how you do it over under, over six months or under six months. We'll ask the community right now. All right, Billy Kid says, Batty boy. Oh, I know where we are on the part of the stream. I'm gonna catch up. Appears he has a masculinity issue slightly. All right, over six months or under, Streetside says, hey, young people, the community has been having the same conversation for 50-plus years. Don't keep letting the codependent stunt your growth. Change the conversation. Streetside, I've been saying the same thing. You're absolutely right. I've heard all of this before. It's all talk. We need to do it. What we need to do, and we as a people, and what we need to do is, I've been here for 46 years. I've been hearing this mumble jumble for at least 39, 38, okay? And people have been talking it before I was even born. It ain't going nowhere. There's too much against you. I've been I already told you what's against you. Um and now we're apparently black men and black women are separate. Yeah. Uh yeah, good luck out here. Uh a Jedi says black between wait, between the black men who I'm sorry, between the black men we lost in Vietnam, J. Edgar Hoover killing black men cold-blooded and the nail in the coffin, black women getting the check and never siding with the black man again. It was long bef gone before hip hop. Okay, I don't disagree with that. You know, I did say hip hop was, yeah, I, so I get you. It was, the ship was sailing then. All right, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, the dynamics is, and you know, I'm not a one to say, make excuses for any of uh, people for not trying to get what they want, but it has, dude, it, it was, the ship has been sailed and sold out long before the hip-hop came but yeah i agree uh, uh, uh billy kid so billy kid oh i must be i'll catch up brothers don't worry billy kid says i hope they draft them first 
He need to be drafted first, talking like that. Sheldon Ross, LOL, watching this guy complain is the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. You know his daddy wasn't around. It's undeniable. All right, JTJ, the mass migration has uh, now started. I know young families moving out of the Western nations and going back to places like Philippines and Ghana. All right, congratulations for, for them. They're actually going to, um, you know, they're ignoring, they're going to they're gonna not have to deal with all of this other stuff. But just know this, this, this idea is being filtered into those countries too. But there's just too much poverty for them to accept it right now. The pimped out platypus, they were saying during the first tour of Iraq, the American soldiers is at war, but the American citizens is at the mall. Yep. So that was during the Iraq, the Iraq war and um, um, even Desert Storm for the most part. Yeah, the American citizen had, they don't care. You know, they don't have, whatever. You know, we don't have to deal with it. Genetic freak, I'm a groomsman and my friend's wedding apparently spent 1K on flight, hotel, et cetera. Bride now wants wedding party to learn a goofy dance, including three rehearsals to do at the reception. I said, I declined. Do you think I was out of line, CGA? Well, you're in the show. You know, you're one of the monkeys. But, um, you know, you can say you decline. If they kick you out of the wedding party, that's just what it is. All right. But um, uh, what tends to happen at weddings is it's her day. And all the men are the, um, are the, all the men are the, um, you're the entertainments. You're the tricks for the evening. And so you get to play into their little goofy game. All right. And so men have done this. We actually saw this guy right here doing it. All right. You know what would be a good idea? You know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, in fifth grade when you guys were at the, on the playground and you were playing a game and then she came in, I want to play too. And then she starts creating her own rules and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? And then it makes the game unfun. So that's basically what weddings are. It's her chance to make the rules on the playground. And she gets to say what she wants to do and whatever. And you got to do it. Sometimes you participate in it because you want to be the one. Look at this guy here. Look at this. He's lifting his leg. Um, The argument that men emasculated themselves is, oh, wait, we're back at the junior college. I swear to God, this picture right here got me weak <laughs> this is all i'm looking for guys in life all right now i'll practice on other people just to let you know i will practice <laughs> all right but uh this is all this is all the coach trying to do all right sorority house only anybody else was is uncivilized <laughs> All right, books getting paid for in here. Where are we at here? JTJ, the good times are about uh, to be over. The Western nation's young people are about to find out the hard way. All I can say is let the hard times come, uh, but we will take some bullets. It will be painful. A Jedi says the bigger issue now, is it no? The bigger issue no or now is all women feel this way. Black women are more vocal about it, but all women feel this way about men but to keep it back on the topic of black men all we got is all we got um, i'm sorry to keep it back on the topic black men are all that we got and it's been that way since we got off the boat um but yeah uh so in our culture yeah they've been doing a good job of trying to say 
you know, there because, you know, to be fair, in our culture, it's pretty easy. I mean, we just punch keys and buttons to get through life now. You know, everything's a key and a button. So we don't have to do all of the hard, aggressive work. It's all been done for us. So, yeah, they don't need men. Women don't need men like this anymore. It's hard for you to find women unless they volunteer and say, yes, I want to be barefoot and pregnant. And they don't need to do that. They don't need to do that. And I, you know, the women who end up coming back to that, you know, I don't, I find, I, I find funny. Like they say they don't need it. And then all of a sudden the clock is running out and they're 32 and they're 33. And then they're like, why don't these men get serious about life? Why don't they stop playing game and wife me up? No, those people are funny to me. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right. Wife me the fuck up. Yeah, she realizes that at 32, the clock running out. All right. So, yeah, man, I don't like that. YouTube trash talker, Prussia woke up. Prussia woke up. They're being barbarians. Yes, Prussia did wake up. They are the barbarians for sure. All right. Uh, but they've always been barbarians. Uh, this is what people don't know. People really don't know history. Not that you need to know history, you need to be aware of history. What's going on over there in Eastern Europe? They've been doing this forever. They've been the barbarians since forever, <laughs> okay? But you guys are like, what? These civilized white people, Europeans are fighting? I didn't know Europe was fighting. When was Europe not fighting? When was Europe not fighting? <laughs> Somebody tell me when they weren't fighting. During the damn Cold War? Europe been fighting forever, bro. And y'all act like this is brand new. What do you mean they invaded? Russia been, look, if you study European history, Russia been always beefing with somebody. Russia been, just study Russia. Just alone, Russia been always beefing for thousands of years. They went coming over since they just had rocks and sticks and they was at each other's neck. I mean, come on. Russia been a problem forever, bro. They are the barbarians. So when you think of barbarians in Europe and they crawled out of they crawled out of the caves and hills of cold ass Europe with that damn hat and a big ass woolly bear on their back, bear skin, they are the barbarians. What are you talking about? People are goofy. The entire Europe was been at war forever. What do you mean? There's a war over there and it caused the gas prices to go up. Are you crazy? <laughs> It's just so crazy. People don't know history. They don't know. And they think they know. And they think we've just been civilized. This time in our lives is the most civilized we've ever been as human beings. Probably from the 1990s to 2015 is the most civilized we've ever been in history. Before that, there's been massive amount of slavery, massive attacks, massive wars, people at war, people becoming independent of other nations. Fighting, bloodshed, death, civil wars, people bombing each other. Come on, man. You guys got too comfortable. <laughs> we always been at war. People been stealing each other and making them slaves since forever. It's still going on right now. But you guys won't let it go. You guys won't let it go. Slavery in the damn pure institution, chattel slavery. They got slaves right now. Y'all ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, 
really despise that about humanity, particularly Americans. They are history ignorant. They are historically ignorant. And then you say, well, are you trying to say we're supposed to? I'm not justifying anything. What I'm saying is you guys are too comfortable, entitled. We've always been at each other neck. And women probably fought in none of these wars. Probably for thousands of years, they didn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? The entire time. But now, because you guys are comfortable with being in this comfortable damn air, air conditioning, electricity is new. I hope you guys know this. Historically, these are new things. But you guys sit up in the air conditioning with these damn electricity and, and internet, and you think this has been life. Anyway, it really bugs the hell out of me. Or <laughs> it bugs the hell out of me because people think stuff is brand new. Uh, because you can sit up on your thing, fire up your internet, and talk. And what do we need masculinity? I don't know, man. I just be on my stuff sometimes. We'll get we'll get to the rest of it. I'll stop being this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Sean Christopher says, I, in response to that video, don't worry, fellas, I got this one. Clears throat. Who hurt y'all? <laughs> it's crazy, man. Joe K, this is low-hanging fruit, coach. Come on, lost cause. There is lost cause. Lost cause is Billy Kid. The hate is real, I see, and now you see it. Pro man one, you are right, coach. We have no community, just a community. And most of you volunteer to be foot soldiers for it. And then once they don't have any use for you, they toss you to the side. Um, uh, Jordan A says uh, it's going to take a couple of generations to get them back. Yeah, to get. And I don't see it happening. Gen Z ain't on board. All right. Gen Z is gone on their own, guys. We actually follow Gen Z, which we have to technology wise. But most of us have conformed to the life of Gen Z. So they rule the roost. Millennials drop the ball. Or whoever raised the millennials dropped the ball. Gen X, you'll be you're the new baby boomers in about a decade or two. All right, baby boomers have checked out. Soon as the damn <coughs> nineteen came around, they checked out and went and hid in their house, never to be seen again. And every time they peek outside, they got a mask on their face, so they done. All right, uh, Gen Z is it? That's our future right there. So whatever they're doing, that's where we're going. And they ain't leave. They ain't coming back to no pro black ish. And they ain't coming back. They don't care about. They got fifteen genders and one hundred and fifty sexualities. They're demisexual, polysexual, polyamorous. They doing what they want. They got eighteen pronouns. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care about your pro blackness. They like what? Gen Z is the future. All right, Elijah Bryan says I turned in my pro black car long time ago. Shuffle gang hashtag shuffle gang. Yep, ladies love cool C. Single mothers, ex-ex's family, ex-ex family members in public schools and churches will definitely demasculate men and emasculate them. Yep. Juan Pomeris and, and Gen Z out here selling peace leave like crazy. I got money. All right, they selling it. They selling it by the bundles out here. You can get a whole bushel. They gonna send two girls to your spot. <laughs> Gen Z. <laughs> Oh, man. Gen Z send two girls to your spot by order delivery. So relationships are de dead news, dead as a doorknob for the majority, not all, the majority. And these girls go to church. 
they Christian, lukewarm Christians. Then they demi polysexual. They got a boyfriend. They, they're a sugar baby. <laughs> and they be at the club and they travel and they're an entrepreneur and they sell feet pictures on the internet. Crazy. Shout out to Juan Pameras. Uh, so those 80s and 90s talk shows that beat black men down daily didn't paint us or paint an image of us. He says, funny that BWs think the world view them as up straggles at best. So what they're saying, this is what they're saying. We're separate from you because in, in, in black women's mind as a whole, not all, they think they're, and I said this yesterday, they think you're, they're superior to you in a sense because in our society, based on how we judge human performance in our society, black women hold better prestige than black men. I could probably say that with a fact. So therefore, when they meet you, they believe they're slightly superior than you because of how we're represented in our culture. I think that's the truth. And they, the, the only way you do this is they'll compare degrees because this is how we measure people. Degrees, education, economics, houses, financial stability and whatnot. All right, but when you kind of dig deep, you realize that there's a lot of fronting in, and um, they're not painting the whole picture. But if they want to say, here I am, this is my place in society, they will probably be better in numbers-wise than where black men are, especially under the age of 35. Yeah, under the age of 35. So they think they're better than you. But they got it wrong. The formula is kind of messed up. I see what they're doing, but they kind of got it slightly off because then when you dig into debt, when you dig into credit report, when you dig into they probably a single mom, you know what I mean? They, they, set, they have some setbacks that are going to be problematic by the age of 35 when nobody cleans up the mess. And the mess is there's a dumpster fire in her backyard, right? And she's like, oh, my house is getting foreclosed and I'm bankrupt and my student loan is just overbearing. I'd never paid any of it down and. I need a man to take care of my kids and raise my son. Then it's a dumpster fire. Then they want you to be a part of this. <laughs> it's really kind of one of those things. I don't know. Raul, coach my Bulls, got the Bucks on Sunday. Who's your pick for the playoffs this year? I got to look at the bracket. I got to look at the bracket. I didn't even look at the bracket yet. Raul says, coach, last October, I drove to Knoxville for the Tennessee Ole Miss game, and it was Kaylee having a lot of foldables there. Shout out to SEC football. You can't miss. All right. Shout out to SEC football. If you ever want to see Kayleeville, go to an SEC football uh, uh, cookout. <laughs> John Lando, uh, fellas, Cuba Gooden Jr. just played guilty to forcefully touching, and he got money. I got money. Was this old? Is this new? Or I remember he at he was uh, uh accused of it. He pled guilty. Man, y'all better y'all better just. It's a rigged game. I don't know if you saw the video. I would want to break that down. If this is new, I'm uh, I'm gonna touch on that maybe later. Uh, 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 is it Oliver or Olivier Tavares says? Uh, hope everyone watching becomes rich and prosperous yes we will and the way you become rich is prior to getting a woman gentlemen 
women, it, guys, this is the secret to life. I'm giving you the secret. Women are byproducts to success. They are not creators of your success. And it's vice versa. I can say the same thing, vice versa. Women, men, literally will not. They're, they're For you, for you in today's world, you can hop on to a man that is successful. But there is highly unlikely you're going to make a man successful. Highly unlikely. So thus, what is your strategy? Your strategy should be uh, finding someone that is successful, not trying to pair up with people, equal partners and all of that stuff and building success. That doesn't happen no more. All right, General Surgency, Coach, I super chatted you from two accounts. Don't know the other one. Just yes, don't know. Wait, don't name it, <laughs> by the way. I don't know what he says. Uh, There's so much going on in this chat. I can't see where the punctuation is. But I'll give you the buzzer. DJM, coach, if men follow free agency, we would win by selective breeding. Becoming your best self. Um, and he says, only accept cooperative females. Do not procreate with the others. The only way to rebuild after the collapse. And I've said that a long time ago. I said, guys, you guys reward bad behavior. By saying, but coach, she's thick and I don't care. And peace leave is peace leave. And I'm a Mac and I'm a player. And then thus, why would they change? Why would they change if you won't sleep with them anyway? That's the ultimate sign of validation for them. They're like, you taking us as we are anyway. So why would they change? Because you talk all that mess. They got attitudes and they loud, but you steady putting your salami in them. And you steady simping for them. And you steady matching with them on dating apps. And you steady taking them out. And you steady trying to go and slide in Netflix and chill. See, that's where you're messing up. That's where you're messing up. You steady trying to uh, uh, pipe them down. So why would they change? And then the guys that are uh, talking about all this piping down they're doing and showing me their panty collection, you broke. You ain't got no, you ain't got no land, no real estate, no investments. Uh, you got your crypto, though. Um, you ain't got nothing to your damn name. So at that point, I'll agree with the women. What do you have? Nothing. And our relationship between black men and women, I said earlier, is sexual. It's sexual and nothing else at the bottom. This is a general outlook. Not everybody, but I'm saying that's where the forefront is. And pretty much that's the beginning and the end. <laughs> and then she having your baby and then she raising your baby. And we steady out here complaining because you're breeding with them, but you got complaints. I don't want to hear it. All right, Zero Fallout says men are the true romantics. What monuments of love have they created? They only have, they said they only like the idea of love, but truly don't know what it is. The oaths of women, I scribe on water, uh, which some philosophers said 2,000 years ago. Uh, shout out to Domain Stickum says, I disagree. <laughs> okay, never mind. I agree. Appreciate you. Uh, but yeah, I think the idea of romance has been used has been used in order to establish what you would term the modern relationships. But I've always, I've already, if you're new here, I've already broken down what romance and, and, and fantasy have come from. And I've also broken down what dating has come from. And romance and, and fantasy tales are mythology. Even in everybody educated in it knows it's mythology. And dating comes from prostitution. 
dating stems from. The act of dating stems from prostitution. A hundred something years ago, it was looked at as a prostitution act. But in our culture today, because we are history ignorant, we think the dating process is what every normie uh, does in order to attract a mate. Yeah, you meet the girl, you offer her gifts and money and, and dinners to a complete stranger. You take her out into the public square. And uh, at the end of it, you know, there's a trade of sex as a reward if there's some sort of interest or there's a continuance of this prostitution act or she pats you on the head, you invest and she invests nothing and then she, she bounces and serial dates other men. See, this is called prostitution. That's what that's called. But you guys swear up and down, you're not a trick. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what that is. And you've been sold this dream through imagery, music, media, and so forth as the proper way to do things. And it is improper. It was all looked at as improper. For a long time in our, in our Puritan world, that was improper. It was not the proper thing to do, but now you think it is the proper thing to do. What you guys should be doing is courting. And even courting and courtesan, right? Is a, is a, you should be courting mates. And as a woman, you should be receiving on the courting side, which means your father, your family members, your everybody in town knows this pe person. They're getting to know this person. You're introducing them to the family. Everybody gets to vet that person. And then their opinion matters in the relationship. But but women don't do that anymore. They want to go find their mate out in the in the uh, and take advantage of romance and fantasy. Have people lie to them about this romance and fantasy. She think, oh well, he loves me, and then you find out he don't love you. He was just slow pimping. And then you get on your horse and you try it again. You get knocked off. You get back on your horse and try it again. Sooner or later, you've been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. <laughs> you've been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. We got to let people go who don't want to receive this message today. This is truth speech. But again, you clicked on my face and you're listening to me. I have to actually have to ask you what values of life that you have that you would sit here and listen to me for two and a half hour. What kind of life do you have? I know I'm entertaining. I know my chocolatey skin is gleaming and shining. And I know you're fascinated with my beard because you ain't seen nobody grow one like this. And I know I'm handsome and striking. However, I have to really consider your life that you're sitting here listening to me for this long in disagreement. I, I got to question what you do for your life. Because I would never do that. <laughs> Anything I disagree with, I literally be out of there like this. And then I don't never think about them no more. But... Shout out to Seeker of Truth. The Seeker of Truth is here. Ricky V, BWs are the, this is in his term, the biggest babies when it comes to social and racial issues. And they are followers at best. Like you said, it's all a lost clause, S-Y-S-B-M. Or they out for themselves. Shout out to Brian Horsley on the Cash app. Um, they have been the beneficiary historically in the dynamics between the black male and the black woman. I mean, I, I, I find it sad that if you look at the, the cultures that have been part, um, that have been victims of, of things like 
you know, the Holocaust. We use the Holocaust because it's recent history and it's enough for you ham and eggers to understand uh, because you don't know anything past the 1900s. All right. You barely know anything past 1940. All right. But the Holocaust, for example, I would probably be hard pressed to ever find any Jewish people, Jewish women, to ever say out of their mouths, we had it harder than the Jewish men. Or, or for them to put their men down and belittle them, separate themselves from them, and say that they overcame, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would, I can't find a one. I guarantee you I wouldn't be able to find one. I guarantee, I guarantee you wouldn't even find one woman from that culture or religion, whatever you want to call it, to come out that way and distinguish themselves from the men in that culture. It would never happen. It would never happen. So thus, it is a lost cause because this is what I'm hearing. They would never say it was harder for us and what about us and what about, they, they inherently will say, okay, the men have this purpose, the men, women have this purpose. In essence, then, will fall under the same umbrella and protect. Will protect us and our culture. And they have the men establish the banks. They have the men establish their things that they need to establish in their own. And then they have their own culture, their own hospital. And it's well protected. Matter of fact, I don't know if you guys know, because you guys live in, in, in the community. <laughs> you don't know this. If you go past into any Jewish day school, any, um, um, Man, I'm getting it wrong. Synagogue, any of that, go past it. I guarantee you it's armed and protected by a security force that they employed. They never run to the master and say, can you arm and protect us? And they all go there. They pray and worship. They all go to their day school. They all pass their, their, their culture and lineage all to their children. They all go through what? When they turn 13 and 15 as a girl and a boy or 13 as a boy, 14, 15 as a girl, bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, and it's all passed down. And and <laughs> and I hear the opposite in the community. This is why I tell you, I sit here and I go, it's a joke. Because I see what the others are doing. And I'm saying they never, ever have this fight between the man and the woman. Or it's, no, they don't never, ever. They rarely ever have that fight. In separation between the man and the woman. I only see that in the community. But most communities have never been out of the community enough to be aware of this. I have because I look at things from the outside in. And I say, boy, y'all in trouble. Because they not doing this. I've been to bar mitzvahs. I've been to, I've been to them. And they've invited me to them. And I've watched it. And I go, we have none of this. We have none of this. The boys get up and they speak in their language. And they do their little, uh, their little studies. And. Despite the fact that they get a gang of hate around here, what cannot be disputed is they stick together. You can hate them all you want if you want and say it ain't real or that. They stick together. And it ain't just because they stick together because black love or Jewish love or none of that. They stick together because, hey, it's us. We protecting us. We ain't letting nobody come in, and we ain't asking for a damn thing. Now, if somebody give us something, that's something else. But while we, they giving it to us, we taking over here, and they take. 
They take from everybody and they don't care. They ain't got no scruples. They don't give a damn. And they stick together. You know why? Because they figured out if they don't stick together, it's bad news for them. It's a rapsky. Okay. Because they've been violated quite a couple times. All right. So they were like, we ain't never getting violated again. How do we not get violated again? Let's do this. Okay. But but that's what they do. And they don't let the police force protect their community. They have their own police force. They got their own police force. We ain't waiting. Like, we ain't letting y'all come in here. Don't even come into our area. We got our own police force. Y'all stay the hell out of our business. Okay, they got their own hospital. They ain't getting shot, drove by, shot, and waiting in the Martin Luther King lobby, bleeding out in the hospital. They like, we got our own hospital to take care of our own people. And they own ambulance a drive up and scoop them up if they get in trouble. They got their own food supply. They got they got their own. They like, forget y'all. We don't need y'all. We doing this. This us, bro. And the woman will never go out on the live program and say, these Jewish men ain't doing nothing. <laughs> right? Please. It'll never happen. Neither will the men go out there and open their mouth about that. They know it's one. It's one for all and all for one. But we don't have, yeah, the Amalams, they, they, <laughs> they really got it right. And I'm looking at y'all and I'm going, wow. Y'all think y'all going to put this together because y'all can put together poetry and lyrics together and have all of this beautiful speech? That's all y'all got is beautiful words. But it's all good. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. I know you ain't doing it right because every time I pass me a Jewish day school, I see it's armed and protected. I swear, I have a membership to a community center that's technically Jewish. And they got armed security guard out there. Their own, not the police. And when I show up in there, <laughs> when I show up in there, they be like, where your ID? They let you come in. They let you buy and purchase a membership. But when you walk in there, it's the halls of what they do. They got their whole history and lineage up. They got their home people up. They got their boards and all the money that was donated. All the people. Somebody know what I'm talking about. See, if you don't know, you know. There's one person in the comment section that knows. Yep, there's one person in the comment section knows what I'm talking about. So it is what it is. I see how it's done. And it ain't done with lip service. It's done with money. I got money. We got to get through this show. Um, Shout out to Brown310. Shout out to the men building this world. All right? We don't get any credit. All right? For sure. And also... um. Hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll leave that alone. Ricky D says, did you hear about the NY New York Post article about BWs considering they should consider marrying white men if you a sister who wants a swirl, ling, ling, Ben got you beat? Okay. Um, I don't think sisters would ever do that on a mass level. They just are, just don't do it. You know what I mean? Nothing's going to let them do that. But uh, have at it. I really don't care about interracial relationships. I don't care at all. Rational irrationality says hashtag me too. It's pound me too. Price is wrong. It is pound me too. All right. Shout out to Emperor, em, Empirical Scout Coach. Do a live stream about do's and don'ts of women on your payroll. Interesting. I do that on my membership stream for Seeking. Um, 
let me see here. Somebody just sent me a, there's a meme of me on the internet. And for my cousin, he sent me a text, man. He said, you getting too big, cuz. All right, appreciate him. Uh, but the do's and don'ts of the payroll, but I do that on my seeking arrangement streams. We kind of go to do, do this, do that. All right, because you do got to protect yourself at all costs. Cali, West Miami, Russia is the only European superpower who didn't carve up Africa in the 90s. In Ukraine were Nazis. We can't say that on YouTube. But look who they say are the back. I can't talk about that on YouTube, dude. There, there is literally that conversation is they are putting that fire out. All right. So I'm not going into that per se. All right. But again, people are history ignorant when it comes to things. Uh, it is what it is. All right. Actually, when I went to my AdSense, they literally put up, if you talk about this, <laughs> they're literally like, we putting out all them fires. You losing all your stuff. So I was like, I ain't, I ain't in it. But thanks for sharing that, though. Uh, Das Token says, Gen Z are weirdos as F. Last night, I met a Gen Z girl. She asked me about my work, so I asked her if she was from the U.S., if she's a USA national, and she got mad. What the F? Here's my advice for Gen Z girls, how to deal with Gen Z girls. Here's my advice. And everybody listen up. If you ever want to listen, okay, it's not just I got money. I got money. This is how you deal with Gen, Gen Z girls. All right, I'm going to tell you how to do it. Anybody want to do it? All right, uh, angry man style. Press one in the chat if you want to want me to tell you how to deal with Gen Z girls. <laughs> Somebody says don't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going to tell you how to deal with them. Uh, rash, rational rationality. Yo, my man, Das Token, said it. This is how you deal with them. Say as little as possible. Don't even barely talk to them. Have very little, have very little common sense conversations about them or with them. Don't even have any, if it gets to a, any, cause they'll get triggered ASAP. They'll get triggered. Do not talk to them about anything important. Don't talk to them about politics. Don't talk to them about sexuality, pregnancy, job. Nothing. If it ever crosses that line, and you can take this in regards to dealing with any women. If, the, if that conversation comes up, the immediate response is, do you want to take the fun out of the evening? I mean, I'm here to have fun. I'm not here to talk about any of these things. Let's have fun. Relax. Okay, relax and have some fun. Then you pat them on their leg and then you transition to another topic or you break eye contact and you move on. You take a sip of your drink, whatever the hell you're doing. If they ever take the conversation into serious stuff, especially in the first two or three meetings that you're meeting with them, man, baby, we're here to have fun. Relax. Then take a sip of your drink. <laughs> All right, we ain't here to talk about all that. But they want to talk about this stuff because it could qualify or disqualify you. Hey, baby, we're not here to talk about that. Oh, we, okay, listen. Um, I got money. Listen, how do you want the 250? Do you want me to paste it to your forehead after I'm done with you? Well, how do you want it? Because I'm not here to talk about this. <laughs> Come on, man. 
But, you know, you guys got to know, I'm not here to argue, ladies. I don't here to argue. I'm not trying to prove I'm better than you. Um, I know I'm better than you, but I'm not here to prove it. It's pretty much the proof is in the pudding when I pull up in the 9-11. I'm doing better than you. All right. So uh, the next part of this is to establish how much fun we going to have. You want these cheeks clapped or what? Oh, you trying to stream me along? Good. Okay. Well, it was nice meeting with you. This is a very short meeting. We had enough conversation. It's been 45 minutes, right? So good. Um, I hope this is probably I provided enough context to pretty much make you comfortable when we meet again. Probably about another two or three weeks. But uh, have a good life. We'll stay in contact. See you later. Because y'all be trying to meet a woman and get to know each other, spend two and three hours with them. Uh-uh. That's a 30-minute meeting, baby. Oh, you just want to get to know me? Great. Okay, how you doing? Everything's good. Yeah, man, you having fun? Great. Oh, man, boy, it's a little bit breezy today. I forgot I left my convertible down. Uh, I'm going to have to fix this. It was good meeting you. Good talking to you. We'll talk again. Thank you. Oh, there's something else going on. Oh, you want those cheeks clapped? Well, listen, um, I'm not looking for a relationship and all that, but we can't have fun. Oh, you're not that type of girl. You want a commitment? Oh, I did have a, couple, a, a fistful of 20s. You didn't want that? Oh, you do want that. Okay, that's how I get down. Fistful of 20s. Here you go. I got money. If you ever need your books paid for, I got that. No no conversation needed. Uh, yes, you can go. You can go. <laughs> I love that. She be hanging around looking at me because we don't talk serious. There's no serious conversation. So after I bust, after I roar, roar, she getting dressed, putting on her clothes. She just looking at me like this here. And I go, oh, oh, oh yeah, um, we're done. You can go. And she goes, OK, thank you. <laughs> and then I hop right back on the computer. I file up and I get back to work. Because <laughs> she wanted to be asking, she wanted to be like, uh, are we done? Or can I leave? Oh, yeah, you can leave. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't dismiss you properly. You're dismissed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did she take her fistful of 20s? Did she go shopping? I don't know. I don't know what she do with it. She buy some books at the damn bookstore. I don't know. <laughs> Rational or rationality? This is the last one. What did you say, brother? I can't see your super chat. I can't see your super chat. People be like, what is this? Man, I'm telling you, this is how I get down. Not all. It's not all. But it's just when I ain't got no time, I don't have no time for the. And they be back. Look, I, hey, uh, daddy, can I see you again? Uh, yeah, I, uh, about, about a week and a half. Okay, all right. <laughs> she go to the club and she show up in the PUAs. Man, watch me, man. I'm about to run game on her. The PUAs, after I done beat it up, I done beat the stuffing out the Egg McMuffin. Here you come trying to put the wrapper back on it. <laughs> Following my old ass up. Watch this, man. Uh, I'm about to run some game on her, man. Look at this. Hey, what's up, baby girl? I know I'm about to tell you something you ain't never heard. Let me put some in your ear, baby. Look at all that stuff. Yeah, man, damn, look at all that wagon you dragging. Oh, my goodness. Man, I knocked this. I knocked the dust off of that. I know you ain't never seen the real life man like me. Hey, she was just getting <laughs> by me, and you think you about to? Get... 
<laughs> and you about to think you about to lay game on her. Okay. <laughs> Rational or rationality, I can't see your super chat because it's at the bottom of my screen. All right, we're all doing the same thing with the same group of women. You see her at the club after daddy done sent her there and she buying jello shots for her girlfriends. This is why she freezing you out, sir. She don't need nothing from you. She already got it from daddy. <laughs> you a trick. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. I can't see your rational rationality, but I got to get out of here. I got an appointment at the stretch lab. I got me a Kaylee stretching me out in a minute. All right. So um, what is the over under? So brother, uh, my man with the divorce say, what do you got over? It's going to be under six months at 61%. Oh my goodness. Shout out to the PUAs in the game, guys. Uh, <laughs> we're out of here. And I hope you enjoy my show. Subscribe to this channel. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch.